0: Listening to Love the Links Golf Radio with your hosts Brenton Elliott and Bob Baldessari. D and an L is the best way to pronounce it yeah yeah DL. correct all right we are back live love of the links podcast uh, brought to you by Golf Mart and Reimagine golf we're sticking to the technology uh, we did uh, some technology last night uh, talking about some great things and now we've got another really cool uh, piece of technology uh, and I'm happy that we finally got the technical issues wrapped up and we've got another guest from over the pond. Um, John, how are you doing this morning? Fantastic, Brendan.
1: Thank you very much for the, uh, the invite this morning. Oh, it's my, my afternoon, but pleasure to be here. And uh, I'm glad we've resolved the, uh, the bandwidth problems we've had for the last 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, John, John uh, did a demo for me along with, uh, with his uh, partner, David. And the company's guided knowledge, uh, but the product, the golf specific product is Dragonfly Golf. And I was blown away by the, the demo that, that you guys showed me. Uh, really cool, 360 degree look at, at uh, 3D modeling. Uh, but before we jump into that, I would like to get a little bit of your background, because I was looking on LinkedIn at your background, and golf wasn't really a big part of that. Uh, other sports, for sure. So why don't you walk us down memory lane? Uh, where you oh. where you started, where you've been? Sure, awesome. No, and you're quite right,
1: Brendan. Golf, golf has not featured heavily on my uh, my sporting roadmap, but other other sports most definitely have. So, from a sort of background perspective, I initially tra- trained as a scientist. Um, I got a, a doctorate in human physiology, human and applied physiology, and that 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 took me to working with. What I would call elite performers, but not in the sports world, primarily in the military. Um, and, and a lot of time in, in that—that's oh, 15 years plus ago now. A lot of time spent there was working with unique groups of individuals in extreme environments, so extremely hot environments, extremely cold environments, uh, high altitude, and and underwater. So a, a, a real blend of of those extreme environments. And what I was particularly interested in at that time is. How how do people adapt to those environments and how do they still perform? How do they still deliver high levels of performance? And what can we learn about how they adapt in those environments that help them become better um, at doing their job, but also surviving those environments? And and I've always been passionate about Mm -hmm. understanding human data and then turning that Mm -hmm. data into relevant stories so people can understand, irrespective of the level, be, be that sort of so at a high level scientific level or, or through down into you know people who have particular interest in in how you can translate that information into the real world and that's that's always been a strong passion point so I guess that that was my my starting starting point there and I had you know fantastic experience working with a broad subsection of populations that you typically you wouldn't get access to um right. so so an awesome awesome experience and and within that, that that's where we were using, our, I'm going to say early stage wearable technology. You know, it's nothing like it is now. It was bulky. It was cumbersome. It didn't have the luxury of Bluetooth or cloud technology. Um, you know, you know, it was big and clunky, and, and then we had to do a lot of uploading, but it, it, it served as the initial basis for what we see now in, in, in the world with wearable technology. What I did subsequently from then is I, I took... I guess the skills of data, information, digesting that into simple formats into professional sport. And I spent probably the best part of 10 plus years working in professional sport with elite teams, collecting data, understanding uh, what that data meant to the team, what it meant to the individual within the team, but equally what did it mean to the coach and the coaches and how could we start to use data and information to support the training process, the coaching process um, and performance. And I've always had a passion equally alongside being a scientist, but also being a coach. So I, I grew up playing racket sports. I, I coached badminton as one of my key racket sports as well as squash. And then I got my coaching badges in what, in what you guys called soccer in, in, in the US. Um, so I've always tried to link Always had a desire and passion to link data and coaching together in 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 the real world, and and link that into, um, yeah, you know, a digestible way to understand how somebody's performing at a given point in time. Be it that you know a physiological change or a skill development change, uh, and and that's really then driven that through into into what is guided knowledge, where we have you know significant competitive advantage now in in the wearable technical world where it's, you know, particularly what we'll walk through today, where we, you know, we've created a mobile technology Um, to have had that 20 years ago when I was working out in the field would have been unbelievable. Um, And and here we are 20 years later, being able to actually have a true mobile 3D technology that captures, you know, movement uh, in this instance via Dragonfly Golf, um and the movement of a of a golfer and their swing um in, in real time and to be able to collect that data anytime anywhere and to be to be able to relay that around the world it's uh you know
0: i would have probably bitten your your arm off 20 years ago to have that capability mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting uh talking about data uh same same thing i talked to you about art or with art yesterday about his product is is an instructor uh there's there's a There's the early adopters like myself that like to jump into using the technology and having the data to support uh, with your students, what you're trying to get them to understand, feel, making changes. And a lot of times they may trust you as a coach, but may not fully trust the change you're trying to make. But when you have the support of the data and they see the numbers, and I don't care if it's a 13 year old or a 40 year old, when you see those numbers, they don't lie. So it's, it's, for a coach, uh, it's easier for us to help support what we're trying to get them to do. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and we've had some very interesting <laughs> experiences with with
1: golfers using our technology who've, um, you know, you know, had similar experiences with their coach where they're adamant that they feel a particular movement and they feel that it's moving in that particular way. And then we show you show you some data, and it can be as simple as you know being open or closed at address, you know, a fundamental in golf. Yes um and and their perception of what it is against the reality of what it is and then in conjunction with the data that we pull through from dragonfly golf and the coach then then the player has the epiphany of oh okay i i i can feel what is now real because i hear that a lot in golf and it always interests me feel versus real because it is the perception of the golfer and and actually their perception sometimes is very good and sometimes our perception isn't and so as as a as a support to that that technology is able to drive that perception into reality particularly when they persistently do it and you collect that data and you can see their journey over time then 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 you get them to do a particular task and, and, and get them to experience a slightly different feel and then then you have that light bulb moment and and then you have that epiphany and, and then they go ah now i understand because i think that's i think the understanding in coaching is vital it's 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 easy to go here's here's data here's information it's you know as a coach our job is to is to make it simple and easy and, and for the for the plan to be to execute against but also to educate that player, to help them understand. So they have the freedom that when we're not coaching them that they can go and deliver in the real world. And, and you will know there's a, there's a huge difference between practice and play in, in that particular yeah, instance.
0: So before we jump into the, the slides, what you guys have done through guided knowledge and, and Dragonfly uh, golf is you've kind of, taken a lot of what's out there and it's on steroids because you can see the three 360 degree view 3d modeling of, of the player uh and that gives you the ability to not only have the numbers and have the data but see how that translates into the body and the movement so let's let's have randy uh drop us down and we'll go into the slideshow Are we, are we ready to go? Yeah, let me type in a message here to him. While we're getting that set, I'm gonna, I am got a couple more questions for you. Sure. So where are you guys at as far as the release? Is this a product that's already out on the market? I know you have a relationship with IMG uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. in Ravenson. So, so where do you guys stand with releasing it fully? So
1: we we officially launched in January 2020
0: at the um, PGA Merchandise
1: Show in Orlando. So we we showed uh, our initial uh, product launch there. We're currently working with a number of elite golfers and obviously we have that partnership with IMG Academy as well. So we're the we're the official 3D wearable technology within that golf program and we support the data collection and coaching aligned to that current program which is been a fascinating experience for us in terms of uh understanding how they operate from a coaching perspective but also how we've intersected our mobile technology into their into their golf program so our official launch was in was in january and and we're currently working in an early adopter program so we're we're we are seeking and looking to work with the the tech savvy coach the data savvy coach and align with those coaches as part of that early adopter program as as we look to move dragonfly golf into a more prominent position in the
0: marketplace who who are some of the coaches that you guys are currently working with i I would love to be able to tell you brendan who are who are players okay.
1: are with but at, at this particular moment in time <laughs> i'm not able to disclose that um it, there you it's, go. It's part of that early adoption sort of program that we're running, that there is a, you know, there's a level of confidentiality that, you know, at this stage, we, we can't, um, we can't breach from, from their side and from our side.
0: Well, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to drop myself out of the screen. Sure. There we go. So you can still hear me, right?
1: I can hear you, yeah. And you're going to control that screen, aren't you? Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Great. Okay. So, thanks. So, I mean, I mean, let's start with Dragonfly Golf. We we've been working at this for a, for a number of years now, and it's a, it's an interesting eclectic mix of individuals that have helped create this product. And I think Brendan, you've hit the nail on the head. This is we've created a technology that that is used existing technologies, but what we've done is we've 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 effectively created a mobile version of that and within that development of that technology we've had some significant technological advancements to overcome and challenges which is what we've done so our, our team has been made up of what i would say scientists so biomechan- biomechanists uh mathematicians we've got creatives in terms of the ui ux and the development around the branding and we've we've also got uh sports coaches so we what we've done is fundamentally fuse uh, a group of individuals with all different creative talents to 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 push the next generation of 3d motion technology with a significant mobile ap- application attached to it and dragonfly golf is our first to market product and our focus point at this particular moment in time is is the elite golf player and the coach and and tour players and coaches um, and so if you want to move on a slide for me that hopefully gives you an overview of what dragonfly golf is And, and interesting enough just just historically we first came i guess came to you know some degree of recognition as the 2019 pga show so we won the investors spotlight award for best new technology um in golf um we were we were fortunate to um Get recognition by in the Yahoo Sports Technology Award as well for, for the work we've done today. And subsequently, when we showed this year at the PGA Show, we we we, we there was a significant amount of interest, both both media driven and from the professional coach. So it was a fantastic experience both within the show, but also to the private demonstrations that we held externally to the show with particular partnerships that we were looking to develop. So you know, a, a really fantastic experience for us, and we learned an awful lot like we do every time when we go out and talk to the marketplace awesome so i think and if you have any questions brendan please please shout um definitely more than than happy to ask in terms of the technology which is i guess for technologists amongst us is is the is the juicy part um dragonfly golf consists of uh, what we call it the Dragonfly Golf Smart System. Two, two key components related to this technology. One is the smart suit. Um, and, and what you'll see is a picture of Chad, one of our biomechanists, beautifully modeling that, that suit. And it consists of a base layer garment, top and bottom. Um, and within that are 18 sensors. And those 18 sensors are located in key anatomical positions of the body. Um, within that garment as well as it sits a a little pod and that pod effectively collects all of the sensor data and then it sends that sensor data across to the mobile app mobile device of the player Um, now there's some unique characteristics about this technology one we sample at a thousand frames per second And and if you think about the you know the i think the average pga tour player know takes about two seconds depending upon the shot or or club they're using to execute a swing so so we capture a thousand frames in in a second over that over that swing duration so what what does that mean it means that we don't we don't miss anything we don't have any gap in that capture and that gives us a level of accuracy and precision that that is um it gives us a huge advantage in seeing the movement and seeing the swing of, of the um, of of the golfer, um, and then that data gets transferred. That sensor data gets transferred, like I said a moment ago, straight across to the the mobile device of the player. But equally, what also happens is it gets sent up to the cloud, and that gives mm. us then the advantage of that uh, that data can go straight to their coach. So their coach could be in California, and we could be back in the UK, and they're able to access their swing and shot data of their player anywhere. They can either be there in real time as the data comes through into their dashboard. And equally, they can, as a lot of coaches do, they can look at that data on reflection and then make decisions about what they've seen in that particular practice session or elements around their performance, maybe on the course as well. And and what you'll pick up from that picture is, there's nothing, we're not tethered. We, we are mm-hmm. truly mobile, that, that data gets transferred via Bluetooth, um, it goes up to the cloud via Wi-Fi, um, but we aren't tethered, so we aren't restricted, so we can work with players in their base, in their practice base, we can go on to the practice ground, and we can go on to parts of the course, and, and, our, and our passion within the organisation is, is to drive that, and I said this earlier, that real-world performance and start to understand what happens out on the course that that's right. that's where we, that's where we want to go and then with it within that data that comes across to the coach and the player they're able to see a number of number of key things related to the movement so they can see angles so they can see well, okay does my lead arm flex or extend does my mm-hmm. my knees flex and extend does my pelvis rotate and if so by how much and does my torso rotate um you know common Common language in, in in golf, and equally, what we can see is we can see distances. So we could see, you know, sways if you're swaying towards target, swaying away from target. Does your head height move? You know, does it shift left to right at contact, or what's the difference between address and a contact? So we can see not just angles but distances, and then equally on top of that, and and, and equally important for probably coach and player is, is the angular velocity, that the sequencing that right. a player moves and executes at. So we've, we've brought all of those elements together into the product in a mobile application that we want to drive out to understand real-world performance. And, and, and hopefully that
0: surmises the, you know, the, the, the starting point with, with the suit technology. And then that was one of the things when, when I talked to you guys uh, last week that impressed me the most was the, the ability to take this onto the golf course. Cause we all know as coaches and as golfers, what we practice on the range, when there's, when there's no heat of competition is a little bit different when we're on the golf course, trying to, you know, play for a score. So we might get tense. Things might change when you're out on the yeah. golf course.
1: Yeah, and, it, and it's, it's really interesting, Brendan, because you're playing in a world of constraints then because you, you yeah. can be on your, your practice ground and you know, you've got a big wide practice area and you don't really have any constraints other than a big wide space. And You might have yeah. some specific tasks that you focus on or, or some bunkers, but, it, but it's not like getting on a tee with a, with a narrow fairway and a bunker mm-hmm. left and a bunker right and, and making a conscious decision or an intention of what do I need to execute here to be successful. Uh, and I think that that's really interesting. And then, if you if you layer on top of that the external factors that that players face, you know, from the environment, so that you know, the wind, the heat, um, and and then the the pressure of performing, um, right? And that that's the space that that we're 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 looking to and are starting to fill from that perspective. Very cool. And and then it brings us on to the. I guess an equally important part of the technology is the application. And we we have two. So we have a coach's dashboard for for the coach, and that is where the coach um, has their profile of all of the players that they currently look after in their team. And that gives them access to every single player that they have very easily, uh, they have the ability to look at all their shots and swings. They have the ability to set specific tasks based on players' performance, um, to review that performance and baseline that performance, to track that performance and to determine whether or not against tasks that they've set as coaches, the players have been successful. And and, and our capability is we can capture across all, all clubs in the bag as well. So you know the, the, the coach has a has a broad brush of a variety of skills that they can put the player under from the intention of different shot shapes to different clubs and build up a profile and the baseline of how do they perform and, and create a blueprint of what what is what is the blueprint of that player's performance. We're not our technolo- technology is not driven off a model the model is what the coach uses. So, you know, if you are, if you favor the stack and teal, or if you favor Mac Grady and, and you, however, you, whatever coaching methodology, you know, you favor and utilize or it's a blend of, of many, we don't, we, we cater for any, any style. Um, we, we, what we do is enable the coach and the player to collect their specific data, to blueprint their specific data so they can track changes in their practice and ultimately how they perform in the real world and and that's the that's the the thrust of the the coaches dashboard and like the point you made earlier brendan they can see the data and how that gets organized and then they can see the visualization of that movement and that swing signature and and as we move forward what we're starting to do is to be able to then compare you know, your your early sessions, say at week one, with then your sessions at week two, week three, week four, both from an easily digestible data perspective, but also that visual representation of that performance. So you'd be able to then go, okay, well, we were working on a specific movement pattern at this time, and it might only be one or two things. And typically, you, you probably wouldn't want to go any more than that anyway. Um, right. And you're then able to map that out and then reference against their performance from where they where their as is, where did they start and, and where have they gone on that journey? And you will know as a coach, Brendan, that can be very fluid. You know, oh, yeah. we what what we can then start to do is we can look at the consistency within that of those those performance tasks. So we can see, you know, are they are they hugely consistent when they start their coaching journey? And and I, I know you work a lot with you know, kids and developing golfers, and and you will see a probably a huge amount of that. But a, but as yeah. they start to improve their motor patterns and refine that skill, then their level of consistency starts to, you know, f- become a lot more. I'm going to say honed, um, and and we're we're able to start to track that consistency, um, both if you're a development player, but equally if you're an elite player as well, because golfers yeah. have you know golfers have variability every every movement has variability um and and i i think that starts to bring some sort of unique insight into um you know the performance in in a task what does that look like over a session what does it look like between sessions and does that translate out onto the course because ultimately that's what you want to do you want to you want to be driving down their stroke average um, and you want to be able to you want to be working against specific skill sets on the course you know, be it the short game, be it, you know, maybe driving uh, or, or, you know, long game iron. So it, 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 it's giving that flexibility to coach a player to, to
0: choose. Yeah, and I think and there's a, you know. a misnomer sometimes out there that the technology like this is reserved only for the elite players. But myself, as you had mentioned, working with the d- development of players and, and kids are tech savvy. I mean, I think using technology such as this only promotes for the kids to to jump into it and really work at it, regardless of their ability level, even more than than before. And, and I'm sure that you guys have seen the starting of that.
1: Yeah, we have, and we've seen that with our experiences at the IMG Academy as well. Yeah. Um, and I think part of our unique offering is that we, the coach, can set a task or a particular player, say they are a development player, and once they the, the coach is happy that they've got a you know foundation and understanding of the coaching task in hand, like the, the that player can work remotely with the coach. That they don't have to be with the coach 24/7, and I, and I don't believe a coach should be like that either. You know, you, yeah. you have to drive you have to drive some autonomy through to the, the the players that you're coaching and and the collective teams that you're working with. Um, and so they can work independently of coach which i think is a which is a strong thing you don't you don't want them to become a clutch for the coach and and then the feedback that they get via their mobile application uh, you know is also important we, we work on a on a, on, a, on a very straightforward feedback mechanism where a coach might set a particular task against, and I'll give you an example, say say it's pelvis rotation at contact, and they might have looked and gone, well actually, you know what, they're not, they're not particularly open at contact. You know, their hips don't come around quickly enough, or they just don't open up enough. And so they can set a specific task at contact, and then they can set particular parameters around that. So for example, if they said, well, i i want you to be negative 45 your hips more open at contact whatever that could be for that individual they might go well if you're between uh a three degree tolerance between 40 40 uh 49 and um, 44 then um, they would get green feedback and then if anything over that would be amber anything over that would be red now the interesting thing in our experience to date with that approach has been that it allows the player to adjust to the feedback, sometimes independently yes. of the coach feedback. And we and we talked earlier about that feeling real. And then all of a sudden they start to feel what works, what what might be the you know, the, the outlier movement that they go, well actually that, that doesn't feel right and it doesn't look right. And then they can start to move into the area going, actually that starts to feel right. And I, and I can relate that to the outcome of what I'm being asked to do. So they, are, they can to and fro through what I think is an important part is, is that trial and error to grasp yes. actually what, what is that actual feel that works for them. Because otherwise, if, if, if the feedback just goes, well, it, it works every time, then it, in essence what they're not learning is they're not picking up that sort of kinesthetic awareness of that feel and does that create a great outcome for me. And, and we've seen you know, some superb success with that approach. Um, where they've, you know, they've gone one side too much, over-exaggerated, then they've come back the other way and under-exaggerated, and then they've met in that middle point, and then they've got it. And, and I suppose I use the analogy in coaching, it's a bit like the you know, water and an ice cube. You, you start learning a skill, and you know, it, it, in session it might start to freeze. Right. You go, you go back the next day and it's gone, it's back to water again. And then you then you then what we're making. That's what I was just
0: gonna, that's what I was just going to say, because that's what I was thinking is that time in between the face to face lessons, which for the most part, you know, that's the way most instructors do things with with a lack of technology like this. And the instructor becomes the crutch for the student and mm-hmm. things like you say they stick in session. But what's most important is what's happening between the visits and. When you have technology like this and you utilize it in the in-person lessons and then it's something that the students can refer back to on their most, you know, the most important part, I believe, is the time when they're not with the coach. They can lean on this. This makes the learning process move much, much quicker.
1: I, 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 and we've seen that in our, in our data as well where, where we've actually started to accelerate people's ability to go from water to ice cube, I call it yes uh, then then when you take them out of the feedback can they still execute that skill without any feedback and they can so you then know yes. that they've transitioned from you know water ice cube ice cube is turned into you know permanent a permanent fix you know it's permanent and frozen and therefore you you, you you're you're starting to be confident that they've
0: actually learned they, and they, thus they the learned. name thus the name guided knowledge because that's basically what you're doing you're you're providing the knowledge for the students and you're guiding them along the way to help them understand things with the combination of seeing the data and feeling the feels. correct it, it, this is that you've hit the nail on the
1: head it's it's the it's not becoming a crux to the coach it's, it's allowing the player to explore and discover and feel um, and it's it's allowing um, the 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 player to take some ownership of their performance, and then to have a relationship with the coach. And that relationship with the coach is, you know, what we've proven now is that can happen anywhere in the world. And what we've also found is, you know, coaches have significant frustrations when they coach a player and work with them. Right. And, and this might be a you know a development scenario where they. You know, they have a great lesson with them. They think the student's got it. that The student goes away and practice, and they're conceptually going, oh, "Did I? Did I really understand that? I don't get. The, yes. I don't get the same yes. feel I had." Coaching session. The coach has no idea where they're going in terms of their, their, You know, how, how often, or do they conceptually understand that the coaching session? They come back into a week later, and they're like, "Well, I, I'm coaching the same lesson again." Yes, um, exactly. And and I I understand that through understanding now talking to coaches and understanding golf much better than I I historically have ever done. um, That seems to be quite a a problem for for the coach. And and we're, you know, significantly bridging that gap and opening that opportunity for the coach to be able to see that player's data even when they're not in session and therefore either to directly feedback to them and go, you know, reinforce the coaching task, have some dialogue with them um, and, and help them understand that, you know, that, that you, for any given session, you might not be on the money all of the time. But but if right. you're keeping moving along and, and you are in the right areas rather than just guessing, then, you know, your, your, your practice becomes far more valuable and far more effective. And, and we, we've certainly seen some great, um, great stories and data of, of how that
0: <laughs> How that unfurls and unfolds towards a better outcome yeah and i i was flipping through the slides here and i i guess like we talked about before we went on the air is we'll, we're probably going to have you put in the chat ways of getting a hold of you so folks can can see the demo because it looks like once again we hit a technical snag where i'm not going to yeah. be able to show these videos on the slides no
1: and, that, and that's fine Chris. so and if I'm... you want what what I would love to offer up to to, to those of the, those of you who are still listening, and I haven't I haven't um, made you run for the coffee shops or your or your breakfast, <laughs>
0: um,
1: is I I will put my um, my contact email down on the uh, on the screen on the right hand side. And what we've been doing because of the current situation we all face with the COVID nineteen pandemic, we've we've been flipping. Um, majority of our work to digital demonstrations which is the experience that you had when we talked last week Brenda and that allows then um, a a deeper dive into the application from a coach's perspective and a player perspective uh, a deeper dive into the data that comes through that suit technology to to the player Um, and you know, that that, that we, w- we would love the opportunity for, for anybody who's interested to understand this technology and to think of, you know, does that fit in their world for us to have that conversation um, f- from that perspective? And, you know, m- moving forward, I think it's funny, I listened to your, your podcast with Art um, yeah. this morning, mor- my, my morning whilst you guys were still asleep, um, and he made a really interesting point around, you know, product evolution um, yeah. and he, he was making the point, you know, when they first released their product, they had, you know, it, it was, the, it was, you know, their first release, they, they didn't polish to perfection, um, they got a very strong product out there and, and they had their beats testing and, and they're always, his words were, I think, we're always looking to get better and we're, yes. we're no different. We are, you know, we have a very strong roadmap moving forward Um, that will improve the technology and improve the experience beyond what we've already got. And it's strong now, and it's only going to get stronger. So, for example, you know, uh, the development of our club sensor, um, which is going to then give the opportunity to align your movement of the body with with an output of what's happening with the club. Um, We've got a... If you think... uh, I mean, our suit pulls off 300,000 pieces of data for every swing. Now, we don't push that... Up into the coach's dashboard because, for obvious reasons, it's too much. Um, but what we do have is we have a very strong analytics team that are able to start to understand what's going on. I'm going to call it under the hood of the performance, um, and, and then that starts to sh- starting to drive our machine learning capability. Um, you know, you, you, we I showed you through that sort of that av- our avatar and where it currently stands, and you know, we're we we're, we're pushing. We're pushing the limits of that technology as well in, in our roadmap, um, and you know that that moves us into you know the the early adoption program where we're looking for those you know partnerships with the tech savvy, data savvy, um, go and coach who want to embed this technology at an early stage into their program, but also get the benefits of all the technology that would get added into that early adoption program to support. Their journey, so they would be at a they would be at a dis- distinct advantage because they would get a lot of features and functionality through that early adoption program that in six months' time um, those those other individuals wouldn't. Um, so you know we've got a lot of exciting things coming up, up, on you know through Dragonfly Golf um, out into the market place to improve that value proposition of what we've already got, which is strong.
0: Yeah, and I would really, really encourage folks to to reach out to to John and David. The, this technology is is pretty pretty cool. And when they walked me through the demo, uh, I was fully impressed. Uh, the the club sensor thing was another thing that was was exciting. I, what are you looking at from a timeline? And I'm sure everything's very fluid. You might be able to go a little bit earlier. Or it might take a little bit longer. But what's your, what's your timing on on that becoming part of what you offer, so I mean that that's that's gone through prototype
1: stages, testing stages. Um, we're we're looking to sort of start to implement that, so you know that's going to be live in the next couple of months. And Excellent. then that just, that's just giving you a little sneak preview of, of some of the work we've been doing around avatar and and changing the you know some of the technological platforms that we that we drive that technology through. So um, you know, but we, we could we showcase that in a little bit more detail with our digital demos as well. Um, but we're always we're always pushing the boundaries of the technology um, and and the approach, um, and, I, and I I think that just reflects on the the passion point of the collective team and the passion point of the collective business to do that.
0: So, like a lot of us uh, living through these strange times. Um, I'm I've found it to be pretty productive for myself. I'm I'm taking I'm taking the time to do things that I probably wouldn't otherwise have done if it was the hustle and bustle of normal life. Is that kind of the case with what you guys are doing? I'm sure it's been probably surprisingly busy, you know, under the circumstances. I, yeah, I mean, we've got
1: We've we've got a very, very strong team and we've been. If anything, we've been ramping up our development um, yeah. of, of the product um, and, and adding, you know, adding, adding new features and functionality and, and more depth to it. So uh, we've been incredibly busy because, you know, we're talking to a lot of people through our digital demonstrations. We're we're hopeful that in the next three weeks, when you know the. The doors get unlocked a little bit more slightly we're, we're able to go out and do live demonstrations to get people into the product to get them using it to get get you know what we think is a pivotal experience um in in the technology see, seeing is believing at the end of the day and we're you know we're, we're firm advocates of of having that experience and and you know we we we're proud and confident that our technology delivers hence why we, we love getting people in it and, and seeing their reactions but equally getting their feedback so yeah I mean we're we're taking advantage we, we want to come out of the gates running sprinting actually in the next sort of three weeks when 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 you know we're a, we're allowed to but in the interim we're working hard on development as a collective team to to keep uh, pushing that product forward and, and our roadmap development and equally, um, to, you know, connect with the golf community because we, we love their feedback. They've given us, you know, they've been our harshest critic, um, which is great because we've learned a lot from that and we value that. And, and I think uh, I might have raised that point when I, when, I, when we spoke, Brendan, is that, yeah. you know, we want, we want harsh feedback and we're not scared to hear it because what we know is that critical feedback will drive a better product for golf. And, and yep. our passion is, is to make golf. You know, to improve golf. That that's that's a you know it's a massive. Even you know I could turn around and say well I'm, I'm you know I'm not a golf coach, but you know it's sport and it's skill and it's learning, um, and it's intersecting technology with data to improve performance. And you know, that's what we want to do with golf and and Dragonfly Golf, our Dragonfly Golf smart
0: suit. So if, if folks want to, again, uh, connect and, and do a demo or, or talk to the talk to these guys about the early adopters program, uh, you're gonna, John's gonna put his information in the chat section. John, any last uh, thoughts before uh, before we let you go? Uh, I mean, what I would like to say, Brendan, it's um,
1: what, what I've learned is that golf is an incredibly small world um, and Brendan and I were, we talking, I think, last week, and through the conversation, a particular name kept coming up, <laughs> and, and I was just like yep. I don't know that individual, and uh, you know, part part of our, our, our one of our partnership programs in in the UK, and that are our first distributor is, is Sunningdale Heath Golf Club with Christian Baker and Tom <laughs> Reed, um, who you both know. Um, and Christian particularly has been involved in helping us develop this product for the last 18 months, they're now one of our first official distributors um, and they're they're already lined up to um, bring their golf club into the digital world um, to be able to, you know, tackle a lot of the the problems and challenges that we've talked about that we've now solved with our technology so, you know, it's exciting times and, and we're you know, I, I'm very grateful for, for the invite, Brendan, to to, to give you know the airtime um, to talk about our product, to talk about you know where Dragonfly Golf sits in in the golf marketplace and, and where we would like to sit it, uh, see it go um, in in the golf game to ultimately improve people's skills so that they can go out and enjoy their golf. That we can get better golfers out there. You know, from development developmental players. And support those right the way through to supporting the elite players and starting to understand actually how you know how do, how do they do some of the great things that they do and how do how do some of the yeah. development players do some of the great things they do because you know you you've got a fantastic profile brendan and i and i watch the videos with interest in, you know co- coaching kids is is no mean feat and, and i would recommend any coach who doesn't coach kids to go and try and coach kids because. It's a, it's an experience and it's it's a really unique skill set to have and I think I see a lot of value having seen a lot of coaches coach kids and how well they take that information into um, I'm going to say the, you know the older development coach or player um, so you know hats hats off to you Brendan I think you're doing a, a fantastic job and, and I really appreciate the um, the invite to be able to talk about Dragonfly Golf.
0: Now I, I can't stress enough how excited I was to stumble upon what you guys are doing and, and talk to you guys uh, last week. It, it, and I appreciate your your kind words. I, one thing that I've learned uh, through working with kids is, you know we we some people may think that we're teaching them things. It's quite mm-hmm. the opposite. We learned yep. so much from some, from working with these kids, and I think it's made me a, a better professional uh and you know i'm one of the advocates out there and and there's not there's not a huge percentage but it's growing that think using this type of technology any advanced technology is definitely worth exploring when you're working with young kids because like i said earlier they're super tech savvy and they can they can grasp this stuff
1: and i i think an important point you make you raise a really important point We, we don't um we don't go here's your technology get on with it good luck yeah. Um you, you know we have a very rigorous diligent onboarding process to support the coach to understand the technology to how to use it effectively and and support the player. So, you know, we we're, we're on a journey with both coach and player to I'm going to say norm, normalize 3D to bring to bring it down into digest digestible chunks to make it easy yeah. to understand to to take the um, I'm going to take this, take the high-level scientific, you know, world that it typically sits in into a, into a, into the golf arena that coaches can use confidently and become more skilled in it and see uh, improvement with the people that they coach, rather than it becoming you know a very scientific tool that they feel maybe intimidated by, and, and it doesn't need to be and. and you know, that as part of our onboarding process, we're, we're, we're very passionate and keen to ensure that, you know, we the people that we work with, you know, be, start to become the, the experts in their own right with the people that they work with and knowledgeable. Um, and, and we can support that because much like what you've said about kids teaching you um, a lot, the people that we work with end up teaching us a huge amount as well. Um, and, and what I've learned from goal coaches is that they're they're very savvy and they're actually very very switched on and i think sometimes they don't give themselves credit for the knowledge base that they have and i'm I'm coming from somebody yeah. who's coming from you know outside of golf rather than being inside of golf so I, I get i suppose my perspective is slightly different and i've always been impressed that actually they understand far more about movement mm-hmm. and biomechanical principles and the the body then they they, at times i think they give themselves credit for so um you know it's 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 been a you know it's a fantastic journey working in golf it's a real privilege
0: well john the we really appreciate your time the company's guided knowledge the product is dragonfly golf i did put some information in the chat at the beginning i'm gonna put this uh all over social media so you guys Hopefully, start getting some some requests from folks to to try stuff out. Uh, have a great evening, uh, afternoon here, evening there, and we'll definitely talk to each other very very soon. A- absolute um, pleasure, and thank you for everybody who who has taken the
1: time to to join this morning, um, stateside, and Brendan, um, thank you very much
0: for the invite again. It's been a pleasure. Have a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Thanks for listening to Love of the Links Golf Radio. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Our website is littlelinkerscom backslash love. You can email us at loveofthelinks@gmail.com. at gmail.com.